Well, good evening, everyone. Hope everyone's well and your families are well. I wanted to say a few words today about um, relationships um, and just to speak about them from a Zen perspective and also a few um, basic guidelines in terms of how to deal with relationships um, in this time where people may be home together more, working together and, and doing things in an unusual kind of way. Um, but to begin with, um, one of the ways I've come to understand relationships is that they're a koan, they're a, a paradox. And that we, when we enter into a relationship, we enter into the paradox, if we were to use Dharma words, of um, uh, emptiness and form, you know, oneness and distinctiveness. And it's a matter of weaving those themes together. I've come across now two, two uh, verses. Um, which are relevant to this in our Cohen study. Each Cohen comes with a verse. And one of them is, with realization, all things are one family. Without realization, all things are disconnected. And then it says, without realization, all things are one family. And with realization, all things are disconnected. <laughs> and another favorite one, which is um, one I've quoted before, which goes with um, the koan um, Wutsu, which is a true Xien. The moon and the clouds are the same. Mountains and valleys are different. All are blessed, all are blessed. Is this one? Is this two? Well, it might sound like a lot of sin gobbledygook, but there's 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 an enormous amount in those words. Um, that when we enter into a relationship, we enter into the family, we enter into oneness, and yet we all live our own alone individual life within our own body and our own mind than only we experience within ourselves and those two things come together in a relationship so the koan to live the koan of that is to um, integrate that oneness and intimacy with the solitude and the aloneness as well to have authenticity um, to your own experience within a relationship. It's like, in a, one sense, to be yourself in a relationship and yet to be open and vulnerable to the, to the, 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 the dropping of barriers, you know, and, and the, the dropping of um, separateness and clinging to a separate self. And if we look at how relationships get distorted from that essence, um, it can go in one of two ways. Um, sometimes we cling to our separateness, you know, and our solitude and our and try to maintain our authenticity. And and in the um, 
the family therapy literature, literature we refer to it as a cut-off. We cut off from the other as a way of trying to maintain that solo experience. And that's, that's not functional because then you lose the intimacy. But the other side of that is that um, is where relationships become what we call enmeshed, where it's a kind of a false oneness. It's like people give up their autonomy and their, their, their um, authenticity to just become one with the other person, you know, and uh, it, it, like I said, it's a false kind of oneness. It's called enmeshment, where people try to have the same feelings and the same ideas and the same aspirations all at the same time, and it doesn't work. Mm -hmm. And so if we, if we think of koans as a, think of relationships as koans, it, it falls together with the, the authenticity and, and the solitude and the closeness and togetherness too. Mm -hmm. And uh, one of the things that happens in relationships is that when people want to have solitary time, have solitude, um, the other person can experience that as a rejection. Now, if someone wanted to be in solitude all the time, well, it would, it would be a rejection. But if it's just in a balanced amount, sometimes people, if they're insecure, will experience that as a rejection when it's not a rejection. It's a healthy thing to have solitude and intimacy in a relationship. Now, to bring all of that to our current circumstances, um, where people through the coronavirus pandemic can be together a lot more in their homes together rather than going off to work each day or to school, where you get that natural separation and then they're coming back together again, um, it can potentially create a lot of problems. And people are talking already about how um, there's a, a great risk of, at its most extreme, of domestic violence occurring in these circumstances because people are sort of locked up together without being able to get away with one another. But even if it's not as extreme as domestic violence, it's the potential for um, people getting irritated with one another and being under each other's you know, presence and shoes all the time. And one of the things I recognised um, from years ago before the, the virus hit is that when um, the internet started to um, come into our lives more, people started working from home more, maybe 10 years ago. And these same kind of problems arose then. It's just that it's kind of intensified now. And what those problems were back then, 10 or 15 years ago, you have a person deciding to work from home and there's no boundaries, do you know? And, and the kids are coming in and out or someone's knocking on the door and saying, can you mind the kids because I've got to go down the road or whatever? And someone's on an important project that they have to have a commitment they've got to meet. So what I'm getting to is that in these times where people can be living together more and can't get away from one another, it's really important to have very clear boundaries, you know, and talk it out. I don't want to go into the details. I'm just talking about the principle because people have to work out the details themselves according to their unique situation. But what's really important is that there are boundaries around aloneness and solitude 
and and there's agreement about times about things which are done together walking together gardening together eating together whatever it might be um, but unless that's clearly worked out the importance of solitude and togetherness and getting the balance right it's got the potential of creating um, disharmony in a relationship where we're living in a lifestyle which is so so very different from what we did before and i think it's it's um very important to obviously we we value the importance of intimacy and closeness but it's it's very important to also value the importance of of solitude and when anyone ever actually takes up what we just did for the last two hours doing zazen it's an experience of solitude it's very very important part of our life and the, the maturing of our life and um there's a note to end on i noticed in the weekend paper that there was an article on solitude by um, a young woman whose name you may remember um, jessica watson who sailed solo around the world a number of years ago and uh, because i'm a solo sailor myself not going around the world but up and down the coast sometimes i know what the experience is like to be solo out there on the ocean do you know and to experience the the um the joy of that at that um time alone but i'd like you just to um hear some of the the words that jessica gave um as advice during this time of coronavirus about the importance of connection with others and to savor the rare solitude so in connecting with others she says staying connected is perhaps the most common piece of advice for those who are physically alone phone conversations with family and friends were fantastic and i found it particularly helpful to talk to others who had experienced similar situations writing a blog um, training me to be constantly thinking in terms of how i could explain how i coped a mechanism a coping mechanism in itself and under the last heading savor the rare solitude concern for loved ones and the stress of economic impacts of covid-19 may make this unrealistic for some but i'd encourage you to enjoy the solitude being alone can make life wonderfully simple and while sharing experiences is great i found something uniquely special about having experience all to yourself being alone is a rare opportunity even if only in the confines of your own house while at sea alone i realized it was a situation that i would likely never experience it again and i savored it so in ending this talk i i um i encourage you to enjoy both your closeness with your family and friends and partners um and also to enjoy your solitude thank you